Okay, good evening, good Hanukkah. Um, right, we're about to move on in the Gemara. Just before that, I think today I had a little bit, just a little bit of uh, the, the, the lights of Hanukkah began to shine through the darkness the, uh, that we've you know, been affected, affected with the last day or two. As still, you know, just trying to work out what what could be the gather over here regarding this halacha and Mishemesinai, the way the Meiri understands it. And I thought to myself, maybe maybe the pshat is like this because what's really bothering me is this lotion of Rashi. Again, without the Meiri, we could learn Rashi differently. But the way the Meiri is touching into Rashi, that you've got this whole vault about the halacha and Mishemesinai, which is sometimes called Divrei Sefer sometimes called Dvar Torah. The Lashon Rashi of it is Devar Torah Halachol HaMoshim Yisinai B'Torah Shabbat What does that Lashon mean B'Torah Shabbat So I thought to myself about this Maybe, maybe the Pshat is like this The difference between the Halachol HaMoshim Yisinai Such as adding the requirement for Lechi or Kodah on the fourth side Or if the Torah says that Chatzitz uh, is only a problem if it covers the whole body Halachol HaMoshim Yisinai says even Rubai or Makbid So as I said, it's very difficult to say that he's giving a taich into what the Torah is saying. That's very difficult to say. That's what Torah Shabbat is, obviously, right? What does that mean? It means over here. You can see from the Me'iri, it's not like that, number one, because he clearly says the Torah says A, and Arochon HaMeshem Sinai, as it were, adds on B. That's point number one. Point number two is, it's very nice you can say that when it comes to Shiurim. The Torah says, whatever on Yom Kippur, whatever gives Yeshavadas. What gives Yeshavadas? Meshav. I mean, it sat down and gave an exact shield. Fine. But over here, that doesn't really seem to, to make any sense. So, what does it mean with Torah Shabbat So I was thinking that it could be, could be like this. That, like the, this Ritzvah says, the Ritzvah in Rosh Hashanah, that when we say it's an asmachto, it doesn't mean to say it's just a play on the words. It means that Avada Hakadosh Baruch Hu already put into the Torah the um, sort of the, the shayresh of it, and it was activated by Chazal, for want of a better word, at a later date. Avada, what Moshe Rabbeinu introduced, was not his own uh, own idea. The shayresh is in the Torah, but the difference between a normal gazer of Chazal. And that which is Halachal HaMeshem Sinai, according to this Me'iri's understanding. The Pshat, the difference is, because the Torah hadn't been given over to Kral Yisrael yet, before Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over. What is Torah Shabbat Peh? Torah Shabbat Peh means Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from Har Sinai, and he gives over the Torah to Kral Yisrael. But as he's giving over the Torah to Kral Yisrael, he's giving them Torah Shabbat Peh with it. He's making it for them, an Oroch HaShulchan, as he's required to do. To explain, you can't just give them the Torah and say, well, you, I'm, I'm using this example just every time because it's like, obviously the one we can relate to and it's very simple. You can't just say to them, well, you the total face being in because the next morning you'll walk into shul and you'll find everyone, everyone wearing tefillin between their eyes, literally. No, he had to give them the Torah Shabbat with the Torah Shabbat pair. Right? Now, when Moshe Rabbeinu gave over the halachos of Kula Amavui, he gave it over from the very beginning. He told them that as far as what the, as the, what's written in the Torah, three mechitzos are sufficient to make it a rishus ayochet bein l'kola bein But Torah Shabbat Peh, as I'm giving it over to you, this is Torah Shabbat Peh because I'm giving it over to you from the very beginning, telling you what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants. And again, in answer to Doctor Friedrich's, you know, warning, you've got to be very careful here. Moshe Rabbeinu is not he's not pretending here. He's saying, this is Halachon HaMoshem Sinai. I'm not suggesting 
I'm not tampering with the Torah. I'm telling you what the Torah says. That is That is the, the Torah. But we've sat down maybe with my basin. And before giving it over to you, I'm telling you that we've already put in for fear of what's going to happen because you're going to mix it up with the Rosh Hashanah We're telling you, you have to have on the full side something else. requires you've got to have a Lechi or a Kodah. Likewise, when it came to Mikvah, Moshe Rabbeinu, before he gave it over to them, he sat down with his basin and said, if it's Ruboy or Makbid, that's going to be a problem. Now he goes over to Kali Sad and he gives it over. And he says to them, look, we're learning the Torah. Apparently, simple understanding of Varochat says, with Teresh Balpeh, as I received it from Sinai, as the Torah says it. As long as it's not coming, the whole body wouldn't be a problem. But I want you to know, Kalal Yisrael, that we've already, before I even handed it over to you, we've enacted a halacha of Hashem Sinai that tells you from the very outset that if the chatzitza covers rubai umakbid, it's a chatzitza. So now, it's not, and therefore that's what Rashi means, halacha of Hashem Sinai, but Teresh Because when he hands it over at the very beginning, it's given over with that enactment of Halachon HaMeshem Sinai. Now, it's still true to say that you've got Torah and you've got Halachon HaMeshem Sinai. When I say Torah, whatever the Roshan is, Doraisa, whatever he calls it there, there's the Doraisa and then there's the Halachon HaMeshem Sinai. We haven't tampered with that. We have not changed that. There's still three Mechitzos, Bein L'Kula, Bein L'Chumra, that cannot change. But, before I even gave it to you, I'm telling you, and again, that's why I introduced with the Ritzvah, that's why it can be called Torah Shabal Peh, because it's not my own thing I've made up off the, just because I'm Moshe Rabbeinu. The Shoresh is already in the Torah, and our Kodesh Baruch Hu left it to us, like the Gemara says in Erebin, to enact it, to show how important Torah is to us. That's what the Gemara in Erebin says, right? To show, like, like I think I said in the past, it's, the, the Ben Chai says it shows we are Bonim, not Avodim. We want the Torah, we understand the importance of the Torah, so we may call it Gadorim, we want to take on extras, as long as we are allowed, so you can't just balance it wherever you want, right? But therefore, that becomes a, a certain gather, a, a certain part of Torah Shabbat But again, not the Moshe Avinu is changing the Torah. It still remains two distinct levels. But, and this is the important but, the reason why it is not an Omala Gezeira, and the Me'iri was quite adamant, you can't call it a Gezeira, you can't then say whether we can't add on another Gezeira, 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 is because a Gezeira, the Rabbonon means, when the Torah has been given, Torah Chasum on it, as to borrow the Lashon of the, of the, uh, the Gemara and Gittin, Torah Chasum on it, once it's been given over, that's it. That is, Torah Shbechsav, Torah Shbechsav, that's it. Now, if the Rabbonon decides to make a Gezeira, that is a pure the Rabbonon, even in such case, it may not be a Gezeira, it may be a, a Mitzvah Darabonah, which with the Ritzvah, fine, it's got a Sherish, but it still is a Darabonah. And on that, if it's a Gezeira, we can't make a Gezeira, a Gezeira, that is because it's come after, in time, chronologically, it's come after the Torah has been read, been given over, Torah Chassam and Yisna, and Kalalisa have been kept keeping it until now without it, and now you're telling us to do something extra, that's a Darabonah. That already is something separate. Okay, just give a little bit more of a get at exactly what. That's just 
just forgive. It hasn't been given to Chicago Israel. Correct. All of a sudden, to put the Israeli organization, it's essentially sick. Why not? Why not? But again, 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 no, 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 no. That, that again, that is the ritual with the Gemara and Abraham. Hakadosh Baruch Hu has given it, has given it in a way, in, in the same way as we had when it came to the smashing of the luchos. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Yiyashekeichacho," right? No, no. So, so one second, or, or to take take, take a, a, another example, six or seven. Martin Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu adds on a day of his own volition. How could he do that? But then Hashem is masking Ali Yoda. So if Hashem was always masking Ali Yoda, so what was the great thing that Moshe Rabbeinu did it off his own back? But Hashem wanted it anyway. So I think Tosus already says that. Tosus says, because Hashem was always left it up to Moshe Rabbeinu to make that decision. And when he made the right decision, Hashem said you could either have, call it instant gratification for want of a better word, but it comes with its with its downside, or you can wait the extra day. And Hakadosh Baruch said to him afterwards, "You made the correct decision." All those three things—that was the way it was. Hakadosh Baruch is schema aliyotu, but he left it up to him. So, so, so to over here, the same thing with the, uh, 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 just like any mitzvah, any mitzvah to Rabbanon. If Hakadosh Baruch has already put the sherish there, and that is the rotten of Hakadosh Baruch so what happens if it came later or it came now? It says a lot of emotion we see now. So there must have been some kind of late in, involved in, the, in, in what we're talking about here. Why, why late? Well, we're says, about, as I said to you, the Rabbeinu Yitzchok says... Creating an understanding of, of, of Torah, what, within a 24-hour period? Or what, what, I mean, they, they moved on from Sina. No, no, no. We're talking about Moshe comes down from our scene. Again, I wouldn't, without this Rabbi Yitzchak, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known to say such a thing. But he says Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Har Sinai, and he convened his basin. That's what he writes. He convened his basin, and they enacted certain call it type call it yeah, what you he, wish. He, he the that was the halach on the Moshe Sinai. That's the way. Just yeah. the Meiri, the Meiri is not happy to say that that's what the the get of the get of the gazera. We're, we're talking here about a uh, of but he was told he was told to give it over to Klal Yisrael as a Shulchan Oruk that was the, I mean, the Lashon it uses right I understand that but can you imagine the amount of Torah Shabal Pei that needs to be transferred at that point well, I can't be transferred yeah well it wasn't well it wasn't no I've they moved on uh, yeah. just, just after a year later Okay, but it was, it was over time. How, however, he did. I don't know. It must be some kind of Oh, that that in how he was able to transmit it. That could be. Which is why it's got a bit of Hashem's not derisive. I'm not, I'm, there's there's no shy about him. Yeah, Moshe Rabbeinu yeah, yeah, being yeah, the greatest yeah, yeah, novel yeah. you ever lived. If he yeah. sat down and made that tarkon and was done with the, it's different to Stam Chazal doing it. But, 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 at the same time, we've got to realize, like Dr. Friday, I can come back to this, it's not shut that Moshe Rabbeinu authored the Torah, right? He did not, the Torah Shabbat has not been touched throughout the, you know, throughout the thousands of years, it has not been touched. There are slight differences we have in letters because we don't know which one is right, so we don't touch any. We've lost. Chaseris, we we no longer be 
but the but the actual call it story every mitzvah nothing has changed that's the i mean one of the major differences between our religion and, and any other one well, when they've got problems they will, will make a change they've got steers from one book to another book like, like you know right it's um, nothing has changed we've lost certainly because that's the result of goddess and etc we're no longer became in that but that's what has happened nothing in the, essentially in the Torah has changed This is what I thought it was I'm saying, I'm saying it's, it's got it's, it's this this this. No, I mean, it's, it's got this has got nothing to do with again. It's the, the Gemara says that Kodesh Baruch gives him the Torah and says this is your Torah, right? So what was the great Chesed that Moshe Rabbeinu did? He had to give it over to the people. So the Gemara says, yeah, he had to give it over to them, but he didn't have to do it with all the uh, the extrapolation. That he didn't have to do. The Gemara talks about what exactly is, is the Gemara in the Dorim, I don't remember, it's, uh, you come to it yet? Is it in Dafiyo? No, I don't know where. I have the back of my head, maybe, maybe it's in the Dorim, but where, where it is, I, I can't remember offhand, right? Torah no Sha'abdi. And he gave it over, he gave it over, so the Gemara says, what do you mean? But he had to give it over. Yeah, he had to give over the Torah, but he didn't have to give it over with all the extrapolation and make it all presentable the way he did. But clearly he's been told by a Kodesh Baruch that you have the license for... No, no less, no less so than the Rabbon in the future after license. So Moshe Rabbein is told at the very beginning as well. Certainly, which you can see, are the Rotten of our Kodesh Baruch Hu enact it. But, but at the same time, do not ever claim that that is the Torah. Again, we haven't changed that. We've never claimed that. No, no, yeah. Normally, our Rotten of Moshe Rabbein is something else. Yeah, normally we we understand our Rotten of Moshe Rabbein. It was it was just a Masorah. Pair of pair from our Kodesh Baruch to Moshe and all the way down. That's the way we normally understand it. That's the Rambam, which is, which is I think most people understand it. But this Meiri is is a to me is at least is, is a new way. I don't know if the Meiri means always. That's the way Allah Kodesh Moshe and I when we talk about Allah. I don't know if he means always, or he means just in, in the, the case that we're talking about here. I don't know. But at the same time, this this is just if you want the next shalav. At least he's giving it some sort of gather, and because. Look out for it. I, I believe Tosfos is also going to be mochach like this. But the halach on the perhaps by Mobi, I know it's coming one of the Tosfos in the next few days. You're going to see again. He clearly learns it's the Rabbon. Clearly, it doesn't mean halach on the as we normally understand. It. Yeah. Yeah. But what does malach l'kuro mean? It, it, it doesn't make it any less of a, of a, of a you know, Malach Gurua. Normally we think of it, it's, it's less, it's not as bad. Yeah, but what, again, it doesn't mean it's less severe. That's not what it means. It doesn't change the chayfet. So there's a couple of shots of what Malach Gurua means. Yeah. But that, okay, fine. So, yeah. Again, sorry, say again. How many halakhas <coughs> the Moshe received in the Bible? 
How many halach? The 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 Rambam, what he does in his Pirush Hamishnai is he makes a list of them, and he says something to the effect of, "But you may find more, or something like that." So, you know, the, the Rambam, this is the Rambam, the great Rambam, and he says, "But maybe I've I've forgotten one or two. You've got a list there that may be maybe an exhaustive list. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't counted it up there. No, we're not on a hundred. Is there your type or are they all a clarification of how to do this? A lot of them are clarification. And, uh, the posh pshat over here is these are local dimension we see now is that those are included in this list. So it's not it's not a, a gazero, not at all. So, so you see the, the case of Movui by the way, the case of Movui, yeah, is not is not quote is the Gemara you calls it a Dirabon. Who calls it Allah Khanamesh Messinai? It's not in the Gemara. I don't think all Roshonim hold that Mobwi, this requirement for Alekhi Okur is Allah Khanamesh Messinai. That's the Me'iri. Could be others as well, but the Me'iri brings that. And he says, either Gemara calls it the Rabbana, that's his whole Khidrish about this, which apparently is not going to be such a Khidrish, but it's because Tosis is also going to go with it. But the, the idea of Allah Khanamesh Messinai can be a Dibre Sofim of, of sorts. When you talk about the case of the Mikvah, Again, before we saw the Me'iri, we understood the way Rashi is learning is Halakha Namesh Misin, and this is the way it's quoted in the Ramam, is Rubai, the, if it's Rubai or Makbid, it's a Chatzitza. Not that that was like a, a, a call it a Kazir, call it what you wish, but on top of the Doraisa, which would be the whole body minus, you know, as long as a, a bit's uncovered. We haven't seen such a thing. That's the Me'iri who introduces that. When you look at the Ramam there, it doesn't say that. Definitely not over there. So is that a Gezeir or not? It depends on whether you learn. According to me, we call it a Gezeir of sorts, but we can't use that word because he doesn't like, you know, that, that I did to use with Allah and Meshem Okay. Let's go on with the last one now. Mechitza is Teirai Saninu. So we're on Daladom's base, about 10 lines from the bottom, beginning of the line, Mechitzas. This was the final of the three. The third one, which was so the Gemara says, what do you mean? The concept of Mechitzos is a Deiraisa. Why? Where, where is it in the Torah? The Omar, because Mara said, The Oren, as in the Oren in the Mishkan, was ninth Fochim. Why? Because we know the height of the, of the Oren was one and a half Amas. And taking an Amas to be sixth Fochim, Six times one and a half is nine. And the kaporis, stay there, it's one tefach. So that's a total of harikana soros. You've got ten tefachim. And therefore what? Where does that show you anything about mechitza? So t- take a look at Rashi. I think Rashi says here. Yeah, oron tish of a kaporis tefach, just before the wide lines. Oron govo tish of tefachim. The oron, its height was nine tefachim. The chsib gashtetim posuk. Va'amo vochiti komoso. And an amma and, and a half was its height. The chaperes tefach and the chaperes was a tefach. Hari asara that makes a total of ten. Uchsev and this is the point. It's written in the pasuk. V'dibarti itzachom me'ala chaperes and I will speak with you, says Hashem to Moshe. I will speak to you from upon the chaperes on top of the chaperes. V'tanya perek kamer to sukkah and we've learned in the first perek of sukkah. Daf heida. Rabbi Yosi Emir Rabbi Yosi says. The Shekhinah never descended below the numbers within 10th of the of earth. 
Dikhsib, because they didn't posuk, Hashomayim, Shomayim Lashem, we're saying this every day in Halal now, the heavens are to Hashem, and the earth is given to man. Not to be confused with the way the Ovdi Abed Azoram, so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu stays up in the heavens and he's got nothing to do with earth. It means in a certain sense the Shekhinah is up there, but of course HaKadosh Baruch Hu has got everything to do with earth. And within ten tefachim is considered oretz. How do I know that? If Agadosh Baruch says, I will speak with you from on the kapayres, the understanding is that the Shekhinah came down to speak with him on top of the kapayres, from between the Kurovim. Well then in which case, put the like, simultaneous equations together now, we've got one teaching which tells me Agadosh Baruch did come down on top of the kapayres, we know for sure Akkad Baruch came down on top of the Kapayres, but no low. So what that tells me is, any lower than that would be considered Oret. Which actually makes sense. I mean, truth is, it depends on which way you're going. This is really, once we know this, hence we always find above 10 is considered a different Rashus. Where do we find that? In other words, in other words, Rashus Right? Some subject, yeah? Rishus are rather than common for that matter. Above 10 is a different Rishus. It doesn't change, it changes. It's the common that's what you mean, yeah? It's Makom Pitur about Right? But that's really the result of this, by the way. It goes that way around. The, the bottom 10, that's the airspace within 10, that's Oret. Above that is really a different Rishus. So HaKadosh Baruch can come down there. That's not Oret. So in which case, what do we see from this? Um, almost you see asora havi mechitza. That ten is considered a mechitza. Because above ten is no longer no longer considered to be in the domain of tachtis. It's ready a different rishus. Oretz is down there, and oretz goes all the way up to here. Ten tefachim above ten tefachim. It's like a mechitza. It's like almost as if it's the mechitza there. So. We learn from that the concept that a mechitza is ten tefachim high. That's where it comes from, the idea that mechitza, to divide between two things, it has to be ten tefachim high. It could be to divide this way and this way. It could be if you want to make a division this way and this way. But it's always going to be ten tefachim. There has to be ten tefachim to create a mechitza. So in which case, that's what it says in the Torah. It's learned from Pesukim. We've just seen it with all the Pesukim together. Seems pretty straightforward. Maybe you needed a bit of Torah Shabbat hair for that, but that's not Allah Chodem Hashem that's for sure. It doesn't, so to, doesn't work to, to read that. It doesn't seem to work to read that. What's Tabidah? We've moved on from Tabidah. Oh, 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 no, move, moved on. This is the third one. Yeah? So the Gemara answers, Loi, no, Tzaricha, it's necessary. The Rabbi Yehuda for Rabbi Yehuda. Why? What did Rabbi Yehuda say? The Oma, because Rabbi Yehuda says, Amas Binyan ba'ama Bashisha. With the armor used for measuring the binyan of the Mishkan, the actual structure of the Mishkan, so the, the uh, tabernacle itself, that was an armor bas shisha. The armor bas shisha, that was an armor with six tabachim in each armor. The amas kadim, but when we talk about the dimensions of the kadim, the shulchan, the menorah, the orah, and the mezbeach, these are using the armor bas chamisha. When the amos, the measures are given in the Torah in terms of amos, it means five tabachim to an armor. Well, in which case, then do the maths. Where's HaKadosh Baruch Hu going to be speaking? From on the Kapuras, eight and a half arm is up. So you definitely can't learn anything about Mechitzas being ten. 
I mean, how that actually stems, a uh, good question, right? The HaKadosh Baruch is speaking from on top of the Kapoiris, and you're saying the HaKadosh Baruch doesn't come down with intense Fochim. Did you not say there were large Tefans? <laughs> which was, which was my thing, up to 10. I'm going to get up to 10. You said the difference is half an etzba. Yeah, so we're doing... Half an etzba for each arm. We're going to get you very far. No. Yeah. So we, if it, I mean, what, what, what does Rashi say on that? Just a couple of a few Rashi's here. Amas binyan. If you go in Amis Hakaroshim, the Amas binyan refers to let's say the Amis of the beams for the Mishkan, the Ureus and the the uh, the cloths, right? The that went over it. That was measured in terms of sixth Vachim to an Amo. Amas Kalim. If you go in Amis Ha'Oron, the Mizbuchos, the Ashuk, on the various Kalim, that was for Amabas Chamisha. The Hashdod in Afkalimi Oron Midi. So now you can't learn anything out from the Oron. To the Rabbi Yehuda, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, they have the Oren by the Kapoiris, even with the Kapoiris, Ereshmenet Vokhim Umechta, means the Oren is now, from on top of the Kapoiris, would only be eight and a half. So that's not going to tell you that a Mechitza is ten spoken. The Maisa, how does it take shtim, is a good question. I'm not sure whether you learned that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like it says, that Hirkim, he stayed in Shomayim, but he sort of, uh, as it were, bent it down, sort of thing. I don't know. That's, uh, because if that, if, if once you say that, then what's the Raya according to Rabbi Meir either? If you understand the Pesukim literally, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually came down on top of the Kapuris, and that's the Makar for it, then according to Rabbi Yehuda, it would sound like that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down within eight and a half, eight and a half Tzvachim of the ground. And if you're telling me that, however we get to it in the end, but we're going to learn that Mechit says ten Tzvachim, not less than ten Tzvachim, so it sounds like HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down within... Within the earth, to the earth, out of Shemayim. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to do... I actually think the Gemara also, doesn't it? Right? Maybe he wanted to come into the Oretz to, to, from that perspective. No. Come, come. If it says, Ashamayim, Shamayim, Ashamayim, 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 What? Sorry, say again. Ten tefachim, not ten amos. They were ten. Ten tefachim is is eighty centimeters. Yeah. The the, the Gemara asked it on on various different questions, Har Sinai, etc. And it does say with certain things it says that Hakadosh Baruch as it were, lowered the shechinah. But when the Gemara asks. Interesting. It doesn't actually bring. So I'm just seeing if it brings it. it doesn't actually ask it on. It doesn't ask it as a question. It's interesting. It's, le- it's learning Lugabi Sukkot, the minimum height of a Sukkot, being right to be called Sechach, is Tens Fochim, etc., etc. But it doesn't, you, you, and you, you run into problems according to Rabbi Yehuda, but what it doesn't ask is about the Shekhinah coming down according to Rabbi Yehuda. So where exactly did the uh, Shekhinah
Anyone know an answer to this question? Uh, no, that, that's that, that's Ligabi the Mechitza. The Mechitza being Tantfokhim, but at the end of the, you're saying after that, then we know how to touch the possum. Seeing if uh, anyone picks up on a hint, no. Not. Doesn't seem to be in any of the classic mythological here, just. Um, no, I have to. So some, something to, uh, ch- to check up there. Dr. Friday found anything there? Not in the Marshall. Not in the Marshall. Just looking for the but I don't think, think they will. Um, no, doesn't seem to be. Okay, so something to. Oh? Oh, oh, the, Mar- the Rishash asked the Kasha. Rishash asked the question. It says, Kashari, the governor of Meir, because also according to Rabbi Meir, ain't a Muchach me Oren, it's not Muchach from the Oren. Why is it not Muchach from the Oren? The Chazinum, because we see the Rabbi Hoda, according to Rabbi Hoda, the Apalgav, the Baamas, the Baama, Baamas, Emechitza, the Baamas, sorry, the Baamas, Emechitza, Papachas, me Yod, the Baamas, you don't have a Mechitza less than 10. So just like according to Rabbi Yehuda, you're telling me, okay, we're going to have a lot of Meshim Yisina, it's going to tell me, turn to Fochim is the Mechitza. But it still says in the possible, so how are you going to explain that? Either you're going to have to say that the Shechina didn't actually come down somehow, that just the voice came down or whatever it was, or despite the fact that the Mechitza is Takaten, Somehow that's still not called Oretz or something like that. Once you say that, I can say the same thing in Rabbi Meir. Yeah, but again, what's, what, what's the Gemara's question? No, I realize. But what, what, what's, what's the Gemara's question? The Gemara's asking Akasha that according to. You're telling me that Mechitin is Halachon and Meshemesina. It's not. It says in the Psukim. Why? Where does it say in the Psukim? By the Oren. Right, what, 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 what does it say in the Oren? The Maise, you should be able to answer this. I think I just, I just suddenly twigged. I think we can answer this question. Let me just explain the question again, then you can tell me if you've got an answer. Again, the Gemara says, it's, it's not Allah Khan Meshim it's state and title. Why? Well, make a cheshbon. We know that the Oren, Quinter of the it was ten spokhim, including the kaperis was ten spokhim. Shtayt bidibarati etchami ala kaperis. We know the shechina came there, but it couldn't go any lower. Why? Because that would be oretz. So you see that obviously ten is considered that's where oretz finishes. Because if, if the mechitza goes above that, then how could, how could the shechina speak from, from on top of the oretz? You're coming, you're coming down to, to oretz. Yeah? So the Gemara answers, ah, but you know what? Okay. We need it for Rabbi Yehuda, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Kashmir is not going to work. Without the Allah of Meshim it's not going to work. How would I know that the Mechitza has to be 10? 
you don't have a source because the kaparis was, was only eight and a half. So I'll ask you, the Maisa, the Maisa, according to Rabbi Yehuda, where was the Shekhinah speaking from? Was it speaking to Allah kaparis? But then that's all right. You're telling me the Mechit says 10. Something's not adding up here. What? So which case coins Rabbi may as well? Maybe there was a gap. So in which case, what you need the halachah and mishnah without the halachah and mishnah mishina, you just going around the circle. How do you know the mechitz is at ten? But we're asking that without the halachah and mishnah mishina, I'd know it anyway. How would you know it? Because you're assuming that the shechina spoke directly from the top of the aron. But you can't see that according to Rabbi Yehuda. Something's not working according to Rabbi Yehuda. So are you going to send Rabbi Yehuda? You can send Rabbi Meir. I'll tell you, the, the, the answer is very simple and straight, I think. I mean, I know the Rishash answer. Just, again, remember, I'm not, not with the Meiri now. I'm going with the, back to the Pashtas, Rambam. What is Halal Cholom Hashem Messina? Allowing for the... No, 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 no. What is the definition of... What's the difference between Halal Cholom Hashem Messina and Tereh Shabal Peh? There's no... There's no... Uh, That's it! There's no remez in the Torah for it. We're not saying that if you just look at the Pesukim, oh, we see it straight away. No, but I've got enough in the Pesukim that now, when I've got Teresh Pair, I can see it in the Pesukim. According to Rabbi, again, why? Because I've got a Cheshbon, comes out 10. So, true, I could say maybe the Shechina spoke higher up, etc. Okay, Teresh Pair clarifies that no, it means exactly that. that the Shechina spoke directly from on top of the Kapoiris, and the reason is because is uh, Mechitza is 10. There's enough in the Torah there to call that Torah Shabbat That's not Allah Cholom But according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's nothing in the Torah there to suggest, when I read the Pesukim, there's nothing there that tells me the Mechitza is 10. So for that, I need Allah Cholom Hashem that comes along and says, despite what it may say in the Torah, there's no remnants whatsoever, I'm telling you the Mechitza is 10. Once that's the case, Anachanami, when I learn those Pesukim now, You'll have to say, presumably you're going to have to say something like, it doesn't mean directly, like somebody was saying before, maybe there was a slight gap, whatever it was. Me'al. In fact, the mice says, Me'al. It doesn't say, truth is Me'al. That's Me'al. No, I don't know. That's, that's, that's already uh, stressing too much. But, again, that's the difference. Again, what was the kasha? The kasha was, whatever you can say in Rabbi Hud, I can say in Rabbi Me. And the answer to that is, Anachalami. But that's what Teresh Pair comes and makes sure you don't do. But since there's enough in the Torah to back up the, svar, the, 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 the teaching of Tent Fochim, that's called Torah Shabbat Peh. That's not called Tarach and Amesha Messina. Now, Shengen, according to Rabbi Yudah, you look at the Torah, where do you see it? You're, you're effectively, if I can use the words, you can make it up as you wish. Once you start saying that there was a gap of one and a half, well, who says the gap was one and a half? Maybe the gap was two and a half. Maybe it was five. It, there's no remnants in the Torah whatsoever. So you do know 
That's Allah Khamesina. That's the difference. Not that again, according to Rabbi Meir, I'm not saying you look at the Pesukim, you can see it straight away. That's the Rishmal Peh. But there's enough there, like the Raman's Loshan. There's enough there, it's more than a remez. There's enough in the Torah on which I can say that's Teresh of Alpeh. That's not Talach and Amesha Messina. It's Okay, but that's, that, that's, that's like... Correct. Correct. But, but, like, like the Gemara says at the beginning of Baba Kama, yeah, there's such, it's giving milk of the It's not learning a halacha, it's telling you, as it were, metzis. Uh, we, we learn out Hilkos Prophets from now, Shemaim, Shemaim. I mean, it's not halacha so much, but we learn the concept of Prophets that, yeah, and it's more giving milk Okay, fine. So the um, so the Gemara has answered it that we need Allah Chalamish Misina according to Rabbi Yehuda. Fret the Gemara, Ula Rabbi Meir. And what about according to Rabbi Meir? The Amar that he said Kol Ha'Amos Hayu Beinonius. The Ul Amos were Beinoni anyway, right? There were six. So my Kalamim, what are you going to say according to Rabbi Meir? What this, the Mechitzas is not Allah Chalamish Misina. We've got a list of Allah Chalamish Misina. Rabbi Meir has to have a way of explaining it. So what's it there for? Answers the Gemara, my color Rabbi Meir. Uh, oh, so answers the Gemara, Rabbi Meir. According to Rabbi Meir, Ki asoy hilchaso. When does the halacha of Meshem Sinai come for? Not for the idea of tenth folk. That is doiraisa. This is logud, ule logud, ule doifen akumo. These concepts of good, as in good asik and good achis. That if you remember, if you've got a, a uh, you were standing on this in, in the Rosh Rabim, right? This was a pillar. It's a Rosh Hashayachid. Why is it Rosh Hashayachid? Because it's, te- it's 4 by 4 and it's 10 to 4 Chimah. So what? But where's the Mechitas? The answer is good Asik. That Halacha Meshem Sinai tells me that we view it as if there's these simulated Mechitas come up from the ground because it's 10 to 4 Chimah and they go all the way up. Good Achis is the other way around. That's where we effectively drop Mechitas down also imaginary Mechitas. There's a Shiloh where the good Achis and Pitikra are one and the same, whether they come under the same Halakha uh, Meshem Messina, whether they're two different things. But uh, that's called good. Lovud, we, we all know Lovud, right, is less than three Tfokim, a gap, uh, airspace is less than three Tfokim, is Commander Lesar, doesn't, uh, right, Lovud, yeah, we know what Lovud is, yeah. And Dovin Akuma is when it comes to a sukkah, if you've got between the schach and the walls less than four Amas, or Posel schach, not gap, Posel schach, not airspace, right? Possible schach. Yeah, but it can't be airspace. For that, you can't have more than three tefachim. You've got to have less than three tefachim. Oh. That, that, that's lovely. But if it's possible schach, then the vortex we view it as being an extension of the wall. How do you know that? Where do you get that from? Yeah? Says Rashi, Logud. No, sorry, Babaynanis. Uh, previous Rashi, Babaynanis. Ba'amo bas vo. This is talking about the Amor, which was um, sixth Vachim. Beinunis, Lachaladam, that's apparently the average one for when you take into account everyone. The Yishkadilah Memenum, why is it called the Beinunis? Because it is a bigger one. I mean, we know there's a smaller one, that's the five Tefach. What's the bigger one, the sixth Vachim? What, seventh Vachim? No. What it is, Kedah Bekitza Sodin, as the Gemara says in Psachim, Shtei Amor Yisayi B'Shushan Abira. There was uh, like an archway in the base, I think it's one of the, on top of one of the dishes, or one of the gates actually. It was called Shushan Abira. 
right? Why? Because they had uh, like an emblem or whatever you call it of of uh, Shushan. It was to make the the Malkus happy. Shushan being the capital, yeah. So it's called Shushan Abira. That's what it was called. And on top of that, like archway, that gate, there was a there were two like measuring sticks called Amas. One of them was an extra um, half an etzba on that of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the sixth etzba. Right, so this is sixth fucking plus half an etzba. The achas yisera oleho chatzi etzba, and the second one was another half etzba on top of that. Nimtze yisera al shal Moshe etzba. So in other words, the second one comes out. It was sixth fucking plus a whole etzba. We explain what, why do you, what were they used for? It was when they used to give to the workers. Right? It was in, in order to make sure that the workers don't, uh, aren't going to be able on the Isra Me'ila and things like that. So we always err on the cautious side. They should always be give from their own a little bit extra. Now depending on whether you're talking about working with wood and copper and things like that, which are cheap materials, so there you can afford to give a whole extra extra. Whereas if they're working with gold and silver, which are expensive, you can't really ask the workers and the shopkeepers and people like this to give up a whole extra etzba. Right? That would be a whole four percent. Four percent is, uh, is you know, already is quite a bit. Yeah. So that the you see that, that those were called the big others. They were bigger because they had an extra half etzba or, or, or etzba. The bane in this was exactly six to four. And that Gemara, by the way, is the basis. For the Rashba, who says that when we talk about an Amor, or Tefa, Sochek, that it's going to be for an Amor, will be an extra half But so it's based on that. It's based on that, the, the thing there. Law good. So we said, according to Rabbi Meir, that Allah Chonamesh Messina is for good. So we know that we say in many places, good Achis, that's where you take the Mechitzas um, down, simulate them down. Good Asik is where you simulate the Mechitzas upwards. Upochus Megimel Kolovot, an airspace. A gap of less than three tefachim is like lovud. What does lovud mean? Or l'shoin lovud k'mosinif. It's like joining together dovel kotzer. It's a, like a what do you call it? An extension, right? It's an extension. A small extra piece shows for all of the herichud that they add on to the main part and they give it extra length through that. So that brings us to the end of that sukkah. Now we're going to move back into the eruvin sukkahs. Now we're going to start with the Back to the Kairah. Remember the Adokha, the Kairah can't be above 20 amas. Yeah, that's back to that. Hayogavaya Mesrimamu. Frek the Gemara now, Ashaida. If the Kairah was more than 20 amas, okay, we learned, I mean, it's Chalal. The Chalal Mobi is more than 20 amas from the ground. So, Uvalamiata, and you decide you're going to sort it out. You're going to diminish that gap. Kama Mamait. How much do you have to diminish it? The Gemara says, what sort of question is that? Come on, How much should you reduce it? Come on, however much you need to reduce it. Yeah? What sort of question is that? If you remember, I think we said, this Lashon of the Gemara, it's always, I don't know if it's always an absolute span in the works, but for that remote. Right? Remember the Darach Emotion? The Darach Emotion, which, which wanted to explain the, the riff and the Rabbeinu Yonason, which seems to say this, very interesting thing, despite the fact that the Gemara says clearly we measure it by halal, which means you measure from the ground to the underside of the koyo. But they talk about it being fully within the 20. Where does that come from? So we gave all sorts of pshatim. One of the pshatim was the Darachim Moshe, which when you read it simply does sound very geschmack. And that is, it depends. The halacha is, if you've got it 
bang on, 20 within the ground. You don't have to touch it. But if you're ready to fix it, or you're, well, I suppose equally, if you come and ask us from the very outset, you haven't put it up, what should you do? You ask, we'll tell you to put it fully in. Right? No, but the question is then, well then in which case, what, what's, what's the Gemara's problem over here? Come and mamite. What do you mean, come and mamite? Well, how much you have to? Well, I'm asking a very good question. I want to know, why did the Gemara at least enter the, the possibility? I'm asking you, how much do you have to bring it down? So that it's at the halal? Or there's fully in? I want to know how much I have to bring it down. Once I'm already fixing it up, come and mamite. Is that not a good question? Yeah. But the Gemara doesn't. The Gemara says that's a ridiculous question. What sort of question is that, come and mamite? Well, go just measure how, how much extra it is and bring it down. What's your question? If it's 23 armors up, bring it down 3 armors. If it's 24 armors up, bring it down 4 armors. I mean, what, it's not rocket science. Because we're allowing, we're allowing for it to be... Once you're fixing it, bring it in. For a longer period oh. of time. And the very fact that the Gemara is not going to answer that, the Gemara is going to say, that's not our question, shows us, surely it shows us that it's not like the Darakim Moshe. When I say the Darakim Moshe, no, although it's, it sounds very geschmack, but they, they point out they're not happy with it for various it's reasons. Again, I know, we're, we're both on the same page. We're both saying the Gemara should have said that, but the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara is like looking at you as if you're, you know, you're being dumb here. Come on, am I? Well, what sort of question is that? Well, I've got, according to you, right, we're both saying we've got a very good question. Why is it such a bad question? We want to know, do I have to bring it down to this at the border or fully within? I don't know, I want to know. The Gemara doesn't even entertain such a possibility, and am I? There never was such a question. Yeah? I'm not saying it's impossible. I, I think you probably could, you know, wriggle out of it. Um, okay, but it's, already the Dark Emotion, as they point out, is not brought in the Halakha, and Ramon himself doesn't bring it in the Halakha. So, I think that, that, that was what we pointed out at the time. Roshan the Gemara is interesting. So the Gemara says, El or rather, that well, you've misunderstood our question. What I want to know is the width, the depth. Meaning to say, the Kaira is 21 arms. So I've got to bring it down, effectively, I've got to bring it down an arm. Right? Down whatever you want to call it. Without having to bring it for the end, the mice we don't pass them like that. I've got to bring it down an arm. But what I want to do is, this is the Bosch Shat in the Gemara, what I want to do is to, instead of bringing it down, I want to just raise the ground. And what I want to know is, I know I've got to raise the ground an armor, that's obvious. But for how far into the Mavri do I need to do that? Only under the Kairo? The Kairo is a, is a, a tefa in thickness, right? Depth. Like a step. Yeah. You mean how, how wide do I have to be? Correct. So in other words, if this is the entrance to the Mavri here, right, walking inwards like this, and the Kairo is up there too high, so I'm going to raise the ground here. How far going in do I have to have this step? That's the question of the Gemara, right? So Rabbi Yosef, Omar Rabbi Yosef said a tefach, which is the same width as the Kura itself. Abai Omar and Abai said arbo, four tefachim. Now what's the machlokes? So Lemo, let us say boho komifligei. Come on, Amai. Well, it's obvious. Like the Gemara said, it's obvious. You, you've got to, you've got to, uh, you've got to lower it. Now, there's two ways of lowering it. Either you lower the beam, or you raise up the ground. That was what, that was what we had at the beginning of the Masechta. Rashi says, bring it down the beam. We asked, why does Rashi say that? Is this Tassav and Aminos? Is it not? I mean, not the Gabbidist. The Gabbidist would it be Tassav and Aminos? That's what we discussed at the time, right? But one of the one of the things we said at the time is because you can see over here, it's not poshut at all. 
I've got to know how far going in. If I bring it down, it's very simple. You just bring it down and finish. Here, I'm trying to be clever. What I'm doing is, I'm going to raise the ground. So, well, then how far do I have to go? So, Abai, uh, Rav Yezu says, just a tefa, like the beam itself. And Abai says, four tefachim. So, the Gemara wants to know, what are they arguing in? Lema b'hokam He says the Gemara, let's say this is what they're arguing about. Demando amat tefach, the one who says a tefach, kosovar, he holds, mutar dehishtamish tachas hakairo. That you're allowed to carry and walk around with things underneath the beam. In other words, if you're walking around the mobby carrying things and busy in there, where, where, how far can I go? Obviously, you can't go into the Rosh Hashanah. You can go up to the Kodah. But is it up to and including the Kodah? Or is it up to and not including the Kodah? Can I walk around and do things underneath the Kodah itself? That's the Shaida. You see, Rashi, a little bit more what, what's, what the Shaida actually involves. But um, Rav Yosef, who said a Tefach, he holds you're allowed to be Mishtamish Tachasakura underneath the beam. So therefore, therefore, all I've got to do is raise it up, one tefah, and underneath the beam, when I'm walking around, I've got a hecker there. I can see it is within 20 armors 20 of when I'm standing on, under the beam. That's perfectly fine. So we're, 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 we're happy. Whereas, top of Heyom Adalab, Umando Oma, the one who says, Arba'a, it's got to be fought for him, Kosovar, he holds, that's Abaye holds, Osur de Ishtamish Tachasa It's forbidden to walk around and to do things under the Kairo. So in which case, where are you going to be doing things in the Mavui? Up to and not including the Kairo. Well then in which case, it's no good if you make it only a Tachach. Because where's the Hekah? Only if you're standing on, on the platform. But I can't carry there anyway. So the heck has to be for the people who are inside the Mavu, beyond the Kodah. So oh, oh, very good. Ellie asked a good question. So why four Tefachim now? Two Tefachim. The answer is, once it's not going to be one Tefach, then we go to the, the next default position, which is four Tefachim. Four Tefachim is always considered minimum Mokim Choshim. This Lama, if you're going to tell me, because when I'm underneath the Kodah, that's a defined thing. The Kodah is a Tefach, so I can do a Tefach. Once you're saying it's got to be more than that, because I've got to go into the Mavu. Once I've got to go into the Mavu, we don't stop at two, we go all the way to four. So t- take a look at Rashi. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Tefach. Sorry, uh, no, 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 before that. Ubo uh, Limiato. Daladomid base, the last uh, eight lines or so. Ubo Limiato. Last is Binyan Itztava. To make uh, like a Binyan of a platform, that's an Itztava. Oi, Ofar, or even even just with Earth. Takasakura underneath the beam, but oret on the ground, in order to bring down to minimize the height of that of that gap. Kama memait, that's mashma, kama yagbiakaka. It sounds like he's asking, how much should you raise up the ground? So we said, what sort of question is that? Kama the circle, however much you need to do. Until the gap is not more than 20. So we said, no, that wasn't the shadow. The shadow was rechovishal miut, the width, the depth of that miut. To like expand it into the length, going into the Mavui Kamo. How far into the Mavui do I have to build that platform? So Rav Yosef said a tefach, in line with the, the width, the depth of the Kairo, the Taftao, and underneath it. And it's interesting, what does that mean? And underneath it. Why didn't you just say Kenegad Rukhava Shalkura? I suppose you're saying Vitakta, you've got to make sure you do it underneath it. If you decide to do it a bit further in, it's not going to work. It's got to be underneath the Kura. 
Yeah, but once you're not doing it for Heka under the beam, then you're back to Abai Yisrael, which is called Tvokha. No, 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 not yet. So the Kova could be wider than Tevach? Yeah, it could be. So in which case you'd have to do it... Would you, would you have to do more than that? I don't know. It's yeah, a good, good, good shayda. What would happen if you did it more yeah, than a tefach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Man do'om tefach because he says, chudoi ha'chitzon yerid v'soisei. Now this is the concept of... Here's my, my uh, koiro. So the way it works is, although it's a heka, and Tosus is going to speak about this, it's a heka, it's a mechitza, we'll speak about this Ben Zashem tomorrow, but... Well, those going to work out Teka, there is a certain element of Mechitza working here. Where's the Mechitza? It's just a beam. Beam up there, 20, one arm is up in the sky. Where's my Mechitza? The answer is, call it Pitikra, that the edge of the beam drops down. Which edge? The inner edge or the outer edge? Now, if it's the inner edge, you can't carry it underneath the beam because you're already outside of the Mechitza. If it's the outer edge, and I say outer edge is in towards the Rosh Hashanah, then you can carry it underneath it. He says, that's the Machlokas. The outer edge, Yorid Vesotim, comes down and closes it in. Because the Mashman come on as his Mashman later on in the Gemara and Davches. The Hilkoch, and therefore, Kim and the Shior Esrim Amor, Mishum Hekaru. Since the whole reason of the Esrim Amor is all to do with Hekar, Harayesh Hekar, the Omid Alayser Tefah. There is a Hekar for somebody who's standing on that Tefah underneath the beam, Shenikva Tachazakur, which has been raised underneath the beam. Uman the Omar. He holds you can't carry underneath the beam. Because it's the inner edge that drops down and closes it in. In which case, the width of that beam, the depth, is outside that closing in. So the people who are now being mishtamish inside the mob, they don't have a hekka, but kodah with the beam. Because they're beneath. There are 21 amas plus the diagonal, right? Beneath the uh, the the kaira. Hilkoch, therefore, you have to bring that platform raised up into the mobli. The kaira should be nikka to them. When they do their shtamshus at that height. Once you say it's got to go within the mobli further than just underneath the beam, so then already, no, we don't stop at two, it's got to be a mokha manika v'chosh, it's got to be four to five. Because then, we, if you decided to lower the mokha, the four amas doesn't come into, into it at all. Um, if you decided to lower it, you would never have uh, this, this idea of four amas, or four to him to come in. And a because that, that's because so then... So you might carry... No, because as as if you lower it, then it's within 20 amas of everyone, no matter where you're standing in the mokha. We're not, we're not worried about the diagonal. You're then within, within, within 20 armors of everyone. Here, when you raise it, you're only within 20 armors of somebody who's standing on the step. Think about it. Better to continue tomorrow.